0: Hello to all our listeners, today we will be sitting the 8th and final chapter of the Chod Yibum V'Halisa So let's start, Halakha Aleph This Halakha deals with um, uncertainties regarding the Yevamah The woman who is the Chod Yibum Halakha Aleph, mishhe Kiddush ahad mishhe te'ahayot, ve'en yaduwa azomehen Kiddush Umet lo umet velo achad, choles lishtehen kidele atiran l'ahherin Somebody who did Kiddushin on one of two sisters And he does not know who of them he did kiddushin on. For example, they were mixed up, there were two sisters, maybe they looked alike, and he didn't know which one he did the kiddushin on. And he died, and he has only his one brother. That one brother does kiddush does Halisan both of the sisters in order to permit them to marry other people. however if this person if this individual who doesn't know whether he did Kiddushina uh, which of the sisters he did Kiddushina um, um, has two brothers and one of the brothers does Halisa and the other does Yibum and the Yibum is nevertheless it's either Yibum or it falls into the category of valid marriage because there was no reason not to allow him to do do that Yibum since um, if the other sister was the one which the Kiddushin were done on by his pre- by his deceased brother, then the Halisa allows her to go free and allows um the, the, her other sister to be married. Or if she wasn't the right the if she wasn't the sister, then he did Yibum on her and everything is okay. <laughs> However, the first sister shouldn't be done Yibum on because it could be that the second one is his, si- is his brother's as his brother sister, and then it ends up that he went married the, the relative of his zikuka, of a girl of, of a woman that he is a a If both of the brothers, on their own accord, married both of the Yavahot, no, both of the Yibamot, we don't take them out of their hands. This gets a little bit technical, but is unclear. I will try to make it as clear as possible using the examples of the Rebiyo Magbili edition. So we have two individuals, which made on two sisters. And each one doesn't know which one of the sisters he did Kiddushinan. Umit and they both died. Each one of them has a brother. So each one of their brothers does halisa on both of the sisters. So I'll, 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 I'll give an example with using names, using fictitious names. So we have two brothers So we have two sets of brothers The first set is Reuben and Shim'on Which are brothers And the second set of brothers is David and Ahuli Ab So Reuben marries Hogla Or Milka Which are sisters And David marries Hoglah or Milka Which are sisters And they don't know which one of them they marry So it could be that David is married to Chugla It could be that he's married to Milka It could be that Reuben is married to Hogla, It could be that he's married to Milka We don't know so now, and now both Reuven and David die. So Reuven's brother Shimon does Halisa on both Chogla and Milka, and David's brother Aliab does Halisa on both Chogla and Milka. However, the second case is a little different. We have a case in which um, Ayush, one second, Mahila, لزئ أحد ولزئ شنائم يحدي خالص ليشتهم بتحيلا وشنائم يحد خالص ليشون وشنئم يبقى. however if for example the رؤVEN had two brothers Shimon and Levi and David had only one brother Eliav so مهلة I will reread so لزئ أحد ولزئ شنائم يحدي خالص ليشتهم بتحيلا وشنائم يحد خالص ليشون وشنئم يبقى however if one of the brothers out of these brothers had two brothers then the one with two brothers uh, the one with one brother does Halisa on both of the sisters And then the one with the two brothers The first brother does The first Halisa is done, And then the second brother does Yibum If both of the brothers did Halisa on both of the On both of the women We don't um. Uh, uh, did, sorry, did King in other words, Yibum on both the women, we don't take them away from them. Because the Halisa that was done by the individual brother, or the one brother, was done by Safik. And the Isur of Halusa for Kohen is from oral law. And we have a Safik Safik Adirabanan here, and therefore, they didn't make a gazera here. Now we have a situation in which we have two brothers, uh, th- two sets of three brothers. And one of those from each set married one of two possible sisters, and they don't know which one. So we have three brothers, Reuven Shimon, and Levi, and we have another three brothers, David Eliab, and Avinadav. And we have another set of two sisters, Chogla and Milka. Reuven may have married Chogla married Milka, and David may have married, Choglain may have married Milka. David, Eliyaba bin Adada. It's the first set of brothers. Again, Reuven Shimon Levi. it's the second set of brothers. And now, Achiv shehlazeh cholez l'achat, in this case, Achiv shehlazeh cholez l'achat, v'achiv shehlazeh cholez l'achat. V'achal kakha achashenit sh'lazeh mea b'mchalus ato sh'lazeh v'achashenim sh'lazeh mea b'mchalus ato sh'lazeh. So what happened? Shimon, the brother of Reuben, the first brother of Reuben, does halisa on Hogla. Then Abinadav, one of the brothers of David, does halisa on Milka. Then Eliav, another brother of David, does yibum on Hogla. Then Levi, another brother of da- of, of Reuben, does yibum on Milka. So we have like an interchange, a three-way interchange here in the um uh in the in this specific case. Okay. If two two brothers from one of the set of three brothers, for example, let's say Levi and Shimon, Reuven's brothers, did halisan both of the sisters without, you know, on their own accord. Then the other two brothers, Ab and Abinadav, should not do yibum on both of the sisters. But rather, one could do Halisa, and then the other does Yibum. And if the other two brothers from the other set, the David's brothers, Eliab and Naveen do um, did do Yibum on both of the sisters, in Mosin Mi'adam, we don't take them out of their hands. Halacha Dalet. This Halakha this, uh, and the next couple Halakha deal with Banim Misafek. Children that are safek. We're not sure whose, child, whose kids they are. We're not sure... Um, uh, who's uh whose parent, whose parents are whose uh, were who the parents of whose kids <speaking in Hebrew> So I'll explain the situation by giving a um uh, a li- uh, example with names so, we have a woman called Leah. She's an elderly woman. And she has three children. She's Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. Those are her children. So, we have Leah. She's the mother of Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. Now, Levi married Asenat. And Asenat is what we call the Kala of Leah. Kalaat Leah. Leah is Asenat's mother in law. And they have two children. In other words, Asenat and Levi both have both together have two children which are definitively theirs, definitely theirs, Ephraim and Menashe. And however, however, Asenat and Leah both give birth to two additional children, David and Moshe, and they don't know who's whose mother, who's the mother of David and who's the mother of Moshe. They know that David and Moshe are both Asenat and Lea's as children, but they don't know whose mother is who. So, and then David and Moshe married two women called Tamar. So David and Moshe, these children, that we don't know who the, who's their parents. We know that there's Asenat, which is the the Kala of Le'ah, the elderly woman, the mother of Levi, and the mother of Shimon, the mother of Reuben, and the mother-in-law of Asenat. We don't know who's the mother of David and who's the mother of Shalemot. We know that one David could be the son of Asenat or Le'ah, and Moshe could, be, sorry, Moshe, not Shalomo, Moshe could be the son of Asenat or Le'ah. Now, David and Moshe both married two women, Tamar and Sarah. David was married to Tamar. Moshe was married to Sarah. And after time, time passed, and David and Moshe died. And now their wives, their wives became zekukot leibum. Tamar and Sarah became zekukot leibum. However, there's a problem. We don't know who's David's mother. We don't know who's Moshe's mother. We don't know who does yibum and halisa or halisa for Tamar. We don't know who does yibum and halisa for Sarah. Now. Both of the options, whether we say David is Leah's son or Asinat's son, they have brothers. Okay, there's Ephraim and Mashe from the side of Levi and Asinat, the younger couple, and there's Shimon Reuben from the side of Leah, where the children of the elderly of the mother-in-law of Asenat. So what do we do? So in this case, the children of Asenat and Levi, the Kala, in other words, the younger couple, Ephraim and Moshe, do halisa on both the women of both the wives of David and Moshe, the two deceased men. Tamar and Sarah are done halisa on by the children of Levin Asenat, Ephraim and Moshe, do halisa on them. Because both Tamar and Sarah, there's a safek; we're unsure if they are the wife of his deceased brother. In which case, they would they would be mutarot. Or if one of them might be the wife of his father's brother, the, the daughter of his father's brother, in which case he, she would be Asura to him. Sorry, she might be the wife of his father's brother, in which case she would be Advan him, she would be like Mamash Irva'. However, the children of Le'a, the mother-in-law, the elderly woman, the Uben, they may do Halisa or yibum. This is after the Halisa is done, first done by the children of the Kalla, Senat, and Levi, by Ephraim and Masha. Then the children of Leah, the elderly woman, Shimon and Le'uven, they could choose to do Halisa or yibum. because the logic goes like this. If one of them is, if the woman that Shimon or Le'uven or doing Halisa is the wife of his brother, of his deceased brother, then he did yibum. And if she's the wife of his brother's son then they're allowed to, to marry her just like that and there's no isood and, and that is how this case is handled it's a little bit of an intricate difficult case to understand um, I would recommend re-listening to it with a book in front of you in order to fully understand it Halakhahe this is another bit of a technical case we still, we're still in the case of the previous case of the same um, uh, um, uh, frame of um the same family tree. So, Now, let's say, David and Moshe, the two unsure children, the children who were unsure of their parents, did not die before having children, but rather they had two children. Sorry, let me correct myself. Let's say, the children who we definitely knew who their parents were, uh, in other words, the five minutes Shimon and event Reuven, we know that Shim'on Uven, their mothers, for sure, Le'ah. We know that their and their mothers, for sure, Levi, and sure their parents are for sure, Levi and These two died, and they left after them four women who are zikukot le'ibum. So what do we do? Now there's only two people who could do halisa ibum, on these women, David and Moshe. However, we're not sure who David does halisa ibum, and we're not sure who Moshe does halisa ibum. It could be that David needs to do halisa ibum on the two children of. Asinat and Levi Efraim and Menasheh's wives And it could be that he used to do Halisa and Yibu man Penina and Deborah uh, and Shimon and Reuven's wives um, um, the, cho- the Shimon and Reuven, their wives, because the, they, they, be, they might be the children of, uh, they might be their brother So we don't know what to do So Bne'a ta'arabit linche' bne'a zekina, holisin, velumia, b'min, chi'isafake she ta'hiyabib, alaf. So these two unsure children, David and Moshe, they do halisa on the children of Leah, the mother-in-law, the elder woman, which is, and they don't do yibum because she is potentially eshetahiy abiv, the wife of their father's brother, which is them, it's their aunt, so they're not allowed to marry her, and however the for the deceased the the wives of the deceased children of the Kala, Asena, the younger couple, one of the brothers one of the brothers David and of the mix does halisa, and then the other may do Yibum, however in however way because it's completely mutar. And we go by the following logic. If we say halas if we say if the son of the Kalla is the one who did Halisa first, then he did Halisa on the um, uh, wife of his brother, which is the proper, and the second of the Ta'ravit did. Uh, who, who, might? If we say he's the son of the elderly woman, then he's allowed to marry the wife of the son of his brother. After she has been done halisa on, and if the person who they did halisa first on was the son of the elderly woman, then they did halisa on the wife of the son of their brother, and he didn't do anything because there's no halisa on that type on that woman. And the second of the taaruvit, who's the who's son of the Kalah did you boom on the wife of his deceased brother? There's a little, again, worth going over with the text in front of you. <laughs> So we have a case here where a woman, let's call her Lea, was married to somebody and she divorced him or he died, it doesn't matter. And then she remarried somebody within the three months... After her marriage, now there's a law that a woman has to wait three months after her marriage to, till she remarries, so that we know that the child that comes, that if she gives, that if she becomes pregnant, we know who she becomes pregnant from because three months is enough time to evaluate if she's pregnant from the first husband, and then we would we would know that she's pregnant from the first husband, and then she could remarry, so that we know that the child is from the first husband. However, if she doesn't wait three months and then she becomes pregnant, and gives birth, it could be that the child she gave birth to was a nine-month-old baby, healthy baby. From the first husband or a seven month-old baby from the second husband. Therefore, this is a problem. So if she did this, she married within the three months, before three months passed, and she gave birth, and we don't know if the child is belongs to the first husband, is the child of the, the first husband or the child of the second husband. And but we do know that Leah had children, more children, from the first and second husband. So I'll give the i I'll give an example. We have, for example, Leah was married to um, a, a husband, her first husband, and they together brought they together had Reuben and Shimon. And then she was married to a second husband, and then she had Hillel, and we don't know who Hillel is. It could be he's the first husband's son or the second husband's son because of the Safiq. But then they had two more children who they know exactly who they belong to, Eliab and David who we know for a fact that are the second husband's sons. So we have these three um these two sets of Children that we know exactly who their father is. And we have one one child, Hillel, who we don't know if his mother, uh, if his mother had him from the first husband, or his mother had him from the second husband. So if this son Hilel, now this son Hilel was married to a woman, and if this son who safek, safek means unsure, dies, and he leaves behind him a woman that needs Yibumar Halisadan on her then the children of the first husband and the children of the second husband do halisa on her and don't do yibum. In other words, one child from the, the first husband, from, that was definitely from the first husband, one child from definitely from the second husband, do halisa this woman and loves wife, will call her Penina, um, and they don't do yibum. Because each one of them, if he does yibum, it could be, he's not doing yibum on the brother from his father, and he's doing, and, he's, and it's his brother from his mother for sure, and the brother... And the wife of somebody's brother from his mother's side only is not allowed on is is forbidden to be married from Mishum Irva. She's Adva, and therefore, if he marries her, it's a serious transgression. So we don't want to do that. So because of this possible transgression, um, we don't allow them to to do yibum. We only allow them to do Halisa. Also, this son Misafek, this Hillel, if any of his brothers pass away. Um, then um and, 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 and their wives they halisa. he does only halisa is now to do yiboom on them because of this safik. Halachazain Hayabin Ladishon Uben Lashini Shalom Isha Zo Shinised Bitohzeman Umeh Te mehen. Now we have a case in which the son of Now the first husband and the second husband have children outside the relationship from Leah. Doesn't matter if before or after they had more children which weren't connected to Leah, this woman that Married in within the three month period within the three month period. Now these children we know are definitely children from one of these fathers. In other words, we have one father and a second father. We know that they're for sure their children, and we know that they're for sure not Lea's children. So we know that for that the connection between this Hillel, this child, that we don't know who's if whose father he, who's his father, um, uh, is that de- is either definitely connected to them via uh, uh, um, either they're definitely his brothers via the fathers side and the brothers via the fathers side are the brothers that we do or, on, or that they're completely not connected to him because it's not if it's not his father then it's not his father and then um they're they're like a regular woman that he can marry so he could do halisa on this woman and not boom why because if it's the because as I explained um because of the explanation I just gave metafik um, now if this son Hillel dies leaving behind him a woman who needs Halisa Yibum we don't know who his mother is or who Hillel's father is but we know so what do we do one of these children one of the children that are for sure for the first father does Halisa on Hillel's wife and then one of the children that are for sure belong to the second husband do Yibum on um, uh, Hillel's wife and then what happens is if Yibum or Halisa and what happens is if it's his brother then he did Yibum on his brother's, on the deceased brother's wife and if it's not his brother and it's the son of a different father, than he did Halis and she was done halisan by the brother of her husband, and it's okay. Okay, Now we have a Halakha, um, interesting Halakha regarding a woman that hears that her husband died. And she got married. So What do we do? So a woman that her husband went to a different country, and then she heard that he died, and she got married. And then, and then the husband came, and it ended up that he didn't die, he came from wherever he was. And now both husbands of this woman need to give her a get. But before they managed to give her a get, they both died. And they left this woman with no children. And each one of these husbands has brothers. So the Each one of the brothers of these husbands do halisa on this woman and not yibun because it could be that they, that she's not that uh, we don't want we, they cannot do ibun because it could be that she's asurah on them. Halakhayod. Hamash nashim shayalihola hat mehin ben yaduah vinat abiru is also a pretty technical halacha. Hamish nashim shayalehola hat mehin ben. Yadwah. Vinit abiruh hamishan. Veladuka hat be mahabuahat. When we are a little bit of 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 of a little bit of a little of no, I'll explain for us So we have five women who gave birth to five children in one place. And all all five children got mixed up. And we don't know who their mother is. So we have five boys who we know that their mother is one of five women. We just don't know which one of them is their mother. And these five children grow up, they get married, and they have five wives. And then these five children, these five, actually these five, now they, they're men already, these five men die... Leaving behind them five women that is a kotli Now, in addition to this, these five women who gave birth to these unsure children, they have also five children that are for sure theirs, five at least five boys that are for sure theirs. One boy for each mother. So what do we do? We do each one of the wives, each one of the women is done halisaan by all by four out of the five definite brothers because of the Safik. And then the fifth brother does yibum to her. Now if she's really his brother's wife, then he could do, Then the yibum is a valid yibum. And if she's not really his brother's wife and she, he's just marrying another woman who was done halisa'an by one of the four brothers, which definitely one of them is her brother, his brother's wife. And we do that to each one of the wives and that way um, the situation is solved. Now Halakhayyavad Adalif explains how in other words, what the logic behind this? What the the um, judicial logic is? You know what? I explained the judicial logic but I'll explain this halacha just for the sake of it because I read the halacha. So we say like this. If she's his brother's wife then he did yibum on her. However, she if she isn't his brother's wife then she's the brother's wife of one of the four who did previously Halisan, and she's an isha Halusah, She's a woman that was done Halisan, therefore she's muteret. And also the shenia. And also the shenia. And also the shenia. And also the shenia and then we do this, this round on each one of the women, and each time one of the five brothers marries one of the five women, who need one of the five, and that way, the situation is resolved. Halacha Yod-Bethi and Halakha Yod-Gimel, the last two halakhot of Halakhot Yod-Yibum Halisa, deal with sefekot. Ul-Ulam hizahir v'khol sefekot b'a'kalim ha-ellu. And always be careful with these difficult with these unsureties in the um, rules of halisa and Because anybody who we're not sure, any woman that we're not sure, maybe she needs halisa for from this man, or maybe she doesn't need halisa from him, she's not, any woman who might need halisa from somebody, okay, well, there's a safik here, she is not allowed to marry another person until he halisa is done on her by this man. And any woman that we have a safik if her if she's allowed to have been done yibuman on by uh, if she's allowed to have marital relations with this person, whether it's from the scriptural law or whether it's from oral law, she doesn't do yibum on this part. This person cannot do yibum for her. And any woman that was done Halisa Was Me'ulan, we explained this, Halisa Me'ulan is Halisa Pehuta, Halisa Me'ulan is better than Halisa Pehuta, Halisa Pehuta does not um, uh, um, uh, allow the co-wives to remarry. So anyone who does Halisa Me'ulan, or she was had mar- um, uh, proper marital relations with one of the, her yabamin, one of the brothers of her deceased husband, she then her co-wife may remarry somebody else, except in the situations that were specified in chapter 7 and 8, Seven, sorry, chapter seven, which there are some unsureties regarding this, um, and then, and then the uh, we need to halisa on multiple co-wives. And based on these uh, rules that were mentioned, um, understand and guide, in all of the sifikat and all of the unsure cl- cases that will happen in in the case of Yibum and in the case of Halisa, because we've taught and explained all of the rules and and basic um, premises, basic rules which you need to know and understand in order to um uh, in order to um to know who does Halisa and who does Yibum, who's a what, what woman is Petura from Halisa, what woman and, and what woman um is obligated to have Halisa or Yibum done on her. And with this, we finish Hilchot Yibum V'chalisa. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.